0: I love it. Thank you. That was awesome.
1: how you got. Guys. Yeah. Oh. Awesome.
0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. Thanks for joining. We are doing uh, another live recording of the podcast and interviewing with us today, uh, Lone Wolf and Moon Astera. Uh So I'm Whitney. And I'm Courtney. And we are The Witch Source.
2: Uh, So
0: just to give you guys a a little bit of info, these fabulous people we were talking to that just gave that beautiful intro uh, are pagan musicians. So we're super excited to have them on and learn more about them. And then everybody, uh, we will have to put up, um, you know, how you can connect with them, find their music and go check them out. And also, you guys, they are in the group. Um, the Source Society. So if you have questions for them when we're done with the podcast, if, if you got a question we didn't answer, you can put it in the group. They'll see it. They're there. Um, I can definitely answer questions there as well. So I'm going to hop in the group right now in case we get posts in there. Here we go. Look, we got one comment already. Awesome. Ah, Tracy said, hey, yay, can't wait. All right. We got people hopping on saying Hello. Hey Deanne. Hey Murph Murphy. Slime hello. Hi you guys. David. All right. Cool. Dorinda. Hi guys. Thanks for joining. We're so excited to do this. So uh, we did the uh, we ha- we went on the Lone Wolf Show, which is. Uh, their show and they interviewed us and you guys have probably seen that around um and so we're doing an exchange where we get to interview them but as you guys know we're still new to recording the podcast online <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. and live so we have a lot of people saying hey shouting out uh ask questions so um because normally i'm when we're live it's like reading time and chit chat time so we're gonna shift gears, everybody, and it'll be straight chit chat today. So, um, yeah, okay. First yeah, off, let us I know if you know.
3: have any questions for Carol or Monica or for Lone Wolf and Munister. Yes,
0: yes. Any questions you guys have, let us know. But I really want to know um, how you guys met.
3: Yeah. Give we us
1: physically or um, before that. We met in in Texas. We met up in Texas in the physical bit. We um, started, I think I ran into one of his music videos is how, we were on a mutual group and I seen one of his videos and then I went and friended him and that was quite a while ago. I don't know how long, um, probably a year, maybe close to a year but I would see his posts every now and again, but um, I was studying with a few different teachers, um, shaman and helping people get over trauma. And so I you know, would reach out to people to see if they needed assistance in any way. And I reached out to him one day and um, I think at the first time, we didn't really chat, but the second one, a few months later, I offered you know, maybe maybe my teacher can help you. And he's like, well, why don't why don't you why can't you help me? (laughs) And so we just started talking, um, chatting. And then um he called me on video call and it was out of the blue and it was right when we first started talking and it was actually an accident, was it? Yeah, it was yeah, it was an accident. (laughs) It was an accident, but that phone call I don't think ever ended. It, yeah, it went on forever. So um, we decided to meet up and we met up in Texas.
0: Oh, wonderful. Hi, Dorina. Hey, Pamela. Pamela is here watching this as well. Very cool. Um, okay, so that's awesome. So, how long have you guys um, been together now since your meetup in
2: Texas?
1: It was mid January. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, it so mid, was it mid-January?
1: Yeah, mid-January. January 14th is when I arrived. Oh so not so, that long? Five yeah. months.
2: Yeah, four or five. Oh and a half wow. Months. That's awesome.
0: Oh, wow. Really? I I would have sworn that you guys when we met you at um the event, I would have sworn you guys had been together for like years.
1: Right. Well, when we met up, it felt like that too to us. <laughs> yeah yeah
3: you know i i think sometimes those are the best relationships Um uh, my husband moved in after we had known each other for two weeks and you know we're you know i think we'll we'll have been married for 14 years in october so you know together like 15 16 years so it's amazing. You know, you just know right from the get go. Yeah. Love that. Love that.
0: I think that's awesome. And it sounds really it, kind of familiar. So like, you know, uh, uh, my fiance you now that, you know, we've been together four years. Um, I think I went to his house and, you know, after, you know, the weekend, I went out, like on a Friday night and then like Sunday, I'm packing up my stuff and he's like, where are you going? I was like, um, home. And he was like, no, don't leave. And I, I never did. So here we are. Four years later. So I totally get it. That's awesome. But yeah, I would have sworn you guys have been together so much longer than, than that, honestly. Um, but it's awesome to have that connection. So I also want to know, oh, did you want to ask
3: the question? We'll take turns. Oh, no. If you're continuing on on that line, <laughs>
0: Okay, so um, I want to know how each of you um, found your path to paganism, and how would you describe what your relationship is with being mm. a pagan or and or witch slash Wiccan, um, and like what made it really hit home for you.
2: Ooh, each person. Of you. <laughs> Um, I grew up in a household where uh, there was no particular religious tradition in the household. I was always told to um, tread my own path, even as a a young age. Um, And it never, I kind of went through, you know, everybody growing up in uh, America, you know, unexposed by anything unexposable, you're going to come in contact with what you come in contact with so at an early age i saw catholics i saw protestants i you know i did history and you know we we find out there's you know native american religions we find out that there's buddhists and something that kind of like kind of uh, there's tons of different religions and i always kind of uh, endorse the religion that uh, observes them all and that is would be our uh your new it's new agey i suppose but then there's also like elements of it just gets so deep, especially with, you know, DNA analysis, you know, where you come from or, you know, where's your the spiritual aspects of your soul or where, geographically where you come from. And I guess it just gets kind of deep. Uh, first, my first observances of paganism, I mean, were probably in Boy Scouts. You know, where we used to go in the woods and, you know, have campfires and uh, tent out and just kind of learn nature and learn how to not work or, or throw a hammer or, or cut a, or tie a rope or, you know, stuff, go uh, canoe down a river. Uh, you know, and then uh, as I got older, um, I was gotten into some trouble as a youth and they would send me to like military schools where we'd live in the woods and the mountains of New Hampshire and it was just kind of always that upbringing with uh, nature in the woods uh, together with myself growing up. Um, however, uh, from dealing with uh, a lot of different traumas in the home as a child, I, I went to uh, re- reformatory school um, from running away a lot and uh, just doing senseless acts in um and, uh, while I was incarcerated as a younger uh, lad, um, somebody, you know, shot me a, a periodical by the name of Rays of Light, uh, which is was an older uh, like a zine Zion or periodical uh, uh, from uh, Pottsville, Pennsylvania, and I think they went by the the which would now be an org, uh, the Millennial Kingdom, um, and then, and then so I got first. Uh, and then I was kind of, you know, talking to them for a while, and then it just kind of grew on me. I mean, uh, because I wasn't really uh, told what religious path to follow, I guess I'm I'm a seeker of my own. Like, just uh, I sought what I've sought, and I've been seeking what I've been seeking, because I was never, you know, told which way to go. Nobody ever told me what faith to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of just made this on my own conclusion. Um, And with that, with my, you know, particular, uh, you know, I guess thinking, um, even spiritually, um, without the spiritual context, um, I wouldn't be as free as I am today.
3: Mm -hmm. It sounds like you were uh, always seeking the woods you know, oh, yeah. and seeking nature. So that, I like that. I, I can, I can see that uh, in the story there. And and it, you know, I'm not surprised the path that you followed. That's awesome. And what about you, Monastair? Um,
1: So it was just the way I grew up. My family was very connected to the earth and practicing um, everything within seasons and you know, being self-sufficient and living with one with nature. I, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest in the forest. So um, my great grandmother was from Finland. She lived in a yurt in raised Reindeer and practiced the old ways. And my grandparents on both sides also did. Um, they didn't give it a name as it wasn't, you, you didn't want people to know back then. Um, right. So it was just, it, it was just taught, you know, what element do you suffer from? Here's a herb. Well, if you want to bring this into your life, mix these together and, you know, just it's so I, I grew up that way if I could, if I wanted to, and I did go out and seek churches. So I was investigating and I knew what I believed in my heart and in my soul. And, you know, some things were great, but other things it was just that didn't sit with me. So I always was searching for that group that believed what I believed and what be- I knew to be true. Um, so, if I had questions, I would go out and sit in the woods and under a tree, and the answer would just come to me. Um, when Love I started um, inquiring with my connection, you know, what am I? What is, you know, what, why can't I find a group? I wanna find a group. And then I started getting visions of me living in a city. And a year later, I was living in a city, and I would, just kept seeking. Um, I belonged, I first went to downtown Seattle and um, was with a group and started doing some circle of work and training with them, but it got financially hard at the time, um, so I started searching online for what I can learn at my own time. I had a job that I had a lot of off-time supposed to be on the phone talking, but there was a lot of time in between those phone calls. So I um, found the witch school, the curling tradition. And my parents, um, my mother went to college and um, learned, um, she studied sh- um, shaman ways and Native America mm-hmm. at Evergreen State College. Um, my dad, when he did a tur- attend a church, it was a shaker church, Native American, I always found myself to be um, drawn to Um, The Native culture, um, I lived on the uh, coast of Washington, so there was a lot of that influence. Um, And I would just ask for teachers, and teachers would appear, show up throughout my life. Um, A lot of them tend to be shaman, but um, I'm seeking new ways and knowledge now.
0: OK, there's a couple of things that I absolutely love about what you said that I want to point out, because I think it could be helpful to other people, um, you know, that are on this path and trying to find their way um, and seeking those answers. But you said you would go outside and sit under a tree and just try to connect and ground and ask your questions and then the answers would would come.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. OK. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, and then the other thing you said was that you would ask for the teachers
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then they would show up. Yes. So that's amazing. I absolutely love that. And so I think that's something that anybody listening can try as well and, um, you know, mm-hmm. give it a go and see what happens. It, it obviously works. And um, it's very similar to, I think what, how I, I work and what I do and how I can answer. So I absolutely love that. Um, okay cool so and i definitely think there's i can see the connection between you two as far as where the nature aspect is concerned um because i know when we met you guys out at um the the pagan event um you guys were camping that was like your thing you guys were camping out in the woods and i was like that is Mm -hmm. so cool um i am not oh we went to the
2: marriott right after (laughs) oh you did (laughs) Yeah, we went to the <laughs> right after that.
1: We have yeah, to get a little I'm bit of pampering. To... Do what? I'm sorry. We have to get a little bit of pampering.
0: Yes, yes. Add in that little self-love and care there. Get a good shower in too, of mm-hmm. course,
1: I'm sure. Yes.
3: Yeah, because there were no showers there available.
1: <laughs> no, there weren't. The permanent of camping.
0: <laughs> okay, so my next question is, um, at what point, or, or do you feel like you do, but at what point did you start practicing magic itself?
1: Magic is everything you do. Everything you do, every thought that you put out, that's magic. And when you put it with, you know, representations of, you know, in different energies of different plant materials and, you know, symbolization, um, you can create, you know, more specific magic, but magic is in everything. So it's was well, always taught in everything.
3: I love that. That's exactly how I feel. That that is exactly how I feel. And what about you, Lone What about you, Lone Wolf? Do you f-
2: the first time that I experienced any type of magic, I think I was ten years old. And as when I was 10 years old, I used to have recurring dreams of seeing um, cell blocks like prison mm-hmm. And it. And later in life, I saw those same cell blocks in real life. Um, so that to me is a form of magic. You know, it, it's to me. Well, it's definitely like some kind of like uh, subconscious thing where like, <laughs> you know, my higher self at 10 years old was telling me, you know, you, Beware of this, you know, because it's going to be your, you know, your trajectory, where it's where you're going. You know, Um, so uh, now here I am uh, later and now I'm still paying attention to the same dreams. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So, dreams are the big connection for you. So, I have a question about what you said. So, you said when you were 10, you had these recurring dreams, and then there was a moment in time when it happened. Was it a, like a deja vu moment when it happened? Did everything kind of like click and then like turn something on within you to say, wait a minute, there's something more to this?
2: I mean, it's, it's definitely a, a, a deja vu thing if, because it's reoccurring, but it's at that point, you're creating your own reality. Um, and it's just like uh, I think that's that's how I see it. Yeah. You're creating your own reality. But the deja vu just means that you're you have you're in synchronicity with what's supposed to be happening. And it becomes like a self-awareness that gives you elements of euphoria.
3: So I have a question. Knowing that you had those dreams when you were ten, do you feel like they were an omen to change your ways or that was your future? And if you feel that way, would you have changed your past to not get that future? Or did the path you follow lead you to the person you are today? And do you appreciate the
2: past? I'm I'm happy with everything that turned out and uh, everything happens for a reason, as they say, Mm Yeah. Um, so I bel—I believe in that saying that everything does happen for a reason. Um, I'm learning the life lessons that I was predestined to learn at this mm, point. Love
3: that. And, th- and that's a great attitude. I mean, I, I, you see so many people oh. who, you know, things happen in their past and they can't get over it. Then they can't learn the life lessons that need to come to become a better person and build themselves up. And I just give you props for that because you're, you're not stuck in that negative head space. You're able to grow and evolve and become the person that you were meant to be. I I, I love that. It's so awesome. So did you have another question or are we moving? I was going to more move to the music side.
0: Actually, I did have some more questions, and they are on the music side. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Um, I wanted to know with each of you, at what point in time did did your spirituality, your path, the magic become intertwined with music for each of you?
1: Music is magic, and it's just always been a part of my life because when I'm feeling a certain way, you know, music will change that, um, or, you know, it will, it helps you connect and ground. And it's just, I've always been drawn to certain music, um, different types throughout my life. I've been drawn to people that create music. Um, so I've been around the creation a lot. Um, it's just music is energy and it's, you know, it's so much it's, it can heal. It's just amazing. Um, music is definitely definitely, definitely
2: magic. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, music is definitely magic. Yeah. I mean yeah uh, our music is just what's going on in our universe. That's just what's going on in our lives that you know, that's our perception. you know and sometimes we can make our perception beautiful. Or we could make it gloom and doom.
3: Mm -hmm. Right. We can. And sometimes those are my favorite songs. Uh, You know, the off sounding, the, you know, the drop chords, you know, that just to most people would sound off. That's pleasing to me. So I, I, I love that. So, how long have you been musicians?
2: How long have you been a musician, Monica?
1: I, um, I've been doing, well, I've, I haven't been performing music until recently. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, you know, when I grew up, when I grew up, I had a family that were musicians, self-taught, um, and native flute. Um, mm-hmm. I played the clarinet, um, drumming, just, you know, making music and being free and just creating whatever, not for the public, but just creating music. Um, But I've always been drawn to music and people that create music. It's just a different energy. Everyone puts out a different energy. And um, yeah, I just started performing music when I met up with the lone wolf. (laughs) So this is new to me. I have a hard time putting myself in that category of being a musician, but I do create music and help create music. So
0: music and magic.
1: Yeah. What about you? I mean,
2: I first started uh, with music. uh, I mean, I used to always sing in the shower and all that, you know, Uh, I used to always, you know, just sing out loud sometimes or, or sing along with, you know, music on that's on the radio or stuff like that. Uh, but I used to listen to Tupac and I wanted to like, I started writing poetry and and hip hop and stuff like Tupac when I was young. Um, And just, I always, I've always done music or tried to do a song or, or something like that. Uh, I used to even try to write plays when I was in uh, elementary school, like, uh, yeah, like write plays where people act it out, and like the, the classroom like does the play and stuff. It was that was fun. Uh, I've always been creative. If uh, if I if I don't be creative, I get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I and you were talking a lot about uh, uh, astrological influences. And in as as an Aries in Mars, mm-hmm. I have to be doing something. And if I don't, I'll get frustrated. Uh, yeah, so I'm constantly creating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So even before even before the interview, right before here, I was we were, I was creating a new uh, like an instrumental beat and stuff like I'm creating something, you know, like I was going to be doing something. Uh, and my at my waking hours, I always have to be doing something, you know, <laughs> I guess cool. everybody's everybody's different. You know, so I am.
3: I, w- I will say that. Um, so we took a trip to Asheville. Uh, was it two weeks ago? And uh, so it's a four, like right out of three, four hour drive for us to get there. So on the way back home, we pulled you guys up and we were listening to your music on the way back home. <laughs> so, and we were very impressed. We we loved what we heard. Love it. Love it. And to all, our, you know, all the watchers out there, definitely go and check them out because they are awesome. Yeah. Definitely have, you know. You've got something to say. And I think that it resonates with people. So I I like. Sorry. Hands up to you guys.
0: (laughs) I want to know what is your number one favorite song that you have done so far, each of you, um, that you feel like really just hits home for you like that you really put a lot of your your soul in and it's kind of like your your top song like your number one like if somebody had to pick just one that really meant I mean I can tell you
2: I can tell you what song made the 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 hottest hits number one for like International Pagan Radio's countdown like our song Primal Love went number one on that countdown that's a number one I mean that's a number one that actually happened but like I don't know what kind of question you're asking. That's in the literary. My sense. number
1: one of the songs we made so far together would be Wolf State of Mind. So
2: that's her favorite. Yeah,
1: that's my favorite.
2: So her favorite's Wolf State of Mind. That's the first song. It was the did. one
1: I worked the hardest on. It was my first one that I sung on. So
2: yeah, yeah and it was it a very good
1: message. It was very powerful spell because, yeah, it's just all was meaning.
2: I think I sat on the floor for hours writing that yeah, song. Yeah, you did. Right? So I would you
3: consider that song? What, would you consider that song your baby, Lone Wolf? Or you know, is there one that you know you just consider that song your baby?
2: I I don't think it's it's just I don't think it's that's the one I consider my baby. No, it's know. just
1: there's so many good ones after that. Every yeah, one I'm, is a, I mean, just I'm, a baby. Everyone's a creation and put so much work towards it. I'm Part of favorite. You know,
2: Literally, like, created over 100 songs, you know, that are like archived different places that is accessible to anyone. And mm-hmm. they're, no, I don't really. The, there's a few that stick out. Really, the, if you're going to ask it like that, or you say, Is it my baby? Uh, the ones that have become my babies are the ones that are like the better ones that are mm-hmm. on the countdowns or that are. That, that are sitting on like ten thousand views on social media stuff like that. Those are the ones that are cool to me. They're cool, you know. Um, especially when I'm trying to like uh, deal with, uh, you know, modern, you know, modern the modern genre that it's in. You know, esoteric mm-hmm. and pagan music. You know, because they they have a saying where pagan there's no such thing as pagan genre music. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: what that is it called?
2: Is it is. Esoteric, I mean, is it? And that's why it needs to be like esoteric music. Hmm. Um, and that's the thing: genre just puts things into categories, which lead to stereotypes. And I don't think that humanity's uh, moving that way.
3: Hmm. I like. I like
2: that.
0: True. So, what made you want to get into the 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 pagan side of the music industry? rather than like trying to go out there and, and write or make Take something. Yeah.
2: Well, because pig, uh, that type of music is my destiny. It's, it's, I'm supposed to do it. That's just, I'm going to do it anyways. It's, it becomes a spiritual journey at this point.
3: Gotcha. So I think before, before I hopped on, you were talking about the, uh, pagan uh music uh what was awards yeah the pagan music awards uh have you heard back on that
2: no i'll I'll, we'll we'll hear back on that at starwood uh, i think july 17th i I don't know if it's on july 17th it falls on a friday night well they'll have an award ceremony um and you can get tickets out there i get you 50 bucks off just im me and are they gonna be actually gonna go i'm we're heading
3: are are you actually going to? Uh, is it going to be televised or you know online, where we can actually watch this awards show? Oh, you're muted. Oh, there we go. Sorry about that. It's those gremlins. <laughs> retrograde.
2: Yeah, yeah. Blame it on Mercury retrograde. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Like I was saying, is, is that going to be televised? Is it something that we can watch online or uh, to see how you did? Because I know, you
2: know. You, oh, yeah, I'll be, it'll be recorded. We'll,
3: we'll be doing I mean, that we'll show. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do,
2: definitely do that. We'll definitely, we might have to play it a little It'll be recorded. Bit. Other people will record it. They usually have people. I think IPMA itself records it. You know, I think all kinds of things. People are recording. You know, it's just it's one of the bigger festivals in the country, and uh, Monica and I look forward to going to it.
0: Awesome, awesome. Okay, so how? Okay, so you talked a little bit about like it's your path, it's your destiny to to make this um, spiritual esoteric music. Um, What were some of your, do you have people that have influenced you musically or like how, what was your path, your, your trip, like into this journey and then, you know, getting those, those number one hits, um, up there, like what, what was that whole path and that journey and how did that feel?
2: I mean, I, I don't know it felt it felt natural to me. I mean, I can't really compare it to, to a feeling from anybody else's perspective. I um, mean, it was just
1: the songs that go on the countdown and number one, those are the ones that I feel we were most passionate about or you were yeah. most passionate yeah. about. So it's just that energy that you put into it. It's like I said, it's magic, it's a spell. it's yeah. you the energy you put into it amplifies and it goes to everyone and then they sing that song where they get connected to it and it yep. just amplifies it even more. Yeah. All and your
2: spells gotta be spoken so it has to rhyme. start
1: with with you know a deep connection to yourself that to put into it and those are the ones that seem to go number one, get up there.
2: I think emotions, emotions get anything motivated to a desired mm-hmm. to a desired state. You know, because when you infuse a spell, what do you do? You 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 inflare your emotions. You know, if you can, if you can, uh, you know, cast uh, a spell and, uh, you know, uh, draw so much emotions where you're um, you're dropping tears, then, you know, uh, your manifestation is going to be more hard drived and you're going to make it happen. Yes, because because it's an an emote, because all your because all that all that astral uh, changing and creating your own reality happens on from an emotional state.
0: Right, well, tapping into that energy.
3: When uh, when we were at the uh, Beltane festival, my daughter was listening to you guys drum, you know, around the fire, and even with just your drumming, she was drawn to your energies. She was drawn to your drumming, and you know, she actually kind of got a little upset when you guys you had stopped for a period. She's like, "Mom." they quit. Why did they quit drumming? I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe they're tired. I'm like, why don't you go talk to them? But she would not get up the courage to go and talk to you guys. I'm like, they're cool. We've talked with them. They'll probably even show you how to drum. She's like, mom, I can't do that. But I mean, even with just your drumming, I mean, you reached her and you touched her and she was like, I'm all about this. I'm loving this great that's so
1: great i it brings so much joy to have you know that feedback and know how much other people and children and everyone appreciates it and um that people feel that energy that we put into it and how it goes out and it just you know it's very very healing
3: well and at one point in time you even moved closer to the fire to you know i think you were like right by us and i'm like honey they're closer now why don't you go talk to them she's like can't do that (laughs) she was so shy that day
0: yeah and that was right after we had all done the ceremony together and i remember you guys drumming and i think it was after you had moved closer um i was sitting there we were all sitting there and i just decided i was going to sit there and meditate because you guys had such a, a good uh vibe going and it was almost like it went into that trance-like state um, while meditating by that fire and just with the ceremony that had just happened and, you know, the energy that you were putting out, like I was there and then I was gone. Like I was off um, in that meditation. And I don't typically, when I meditate, I don't use music. Um, but that really, the vibe that you guys had going, it really did make a big difference. So um there was one other time that i feel like i've had that same experience with the with the drumming itself when i did a sweat lodge with a a native american friend of ours uh and he had done some drumming uh while we were doing that and the things that went on during that sweat lodge were incredible um and that's what it was really reminded me of was like getting me back into that vibe. Uh, do you guys have any tracks that are just of you drumming with that passion and that energy going into it that people can listen to and meditate to?
1: We do not have that yet, but that's a great suggestion. I've um, practiced, you know, shamanic drumming to put you in the trance, and, you know, when, when you do it, I, Focus on the drum putting out healing light to everyone.
2: We can and, make some trance um, tracks,
1: yes, please. So, um, but like I said, I didn't perform in front of people until recently. You know, I've always wanted to, I always had that dream, I always had that vision, but the right things had to come, you know, to be for that to um start, and that just started recently. So, I'm great, grateful for that feedback in definitely think we should i think you should i would appreciate
0: it i would totally i would listen to it i would i would buy the track to meditate to because i know what it did just being in that space around you guys and having that drumming going on and um you know i think when people if they can get an opportunity to just listen and tap into that vibe and that energy that you're putting out while you're drumming I mean, it, it does something. It just takes you to a different place, and, and I would love it. Um, I think other people would. It's a, definitely a different experience.
2: Um, yeah. Lone and, Wolf music is magic music. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You heard it here on The Witch Source. <laughs>
0: yes. Most definitely, I would agree with that 125,000%. Um, it's so good. So on that note, I know it's a little early, but please, 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 tell people all about how they can find you, listen to your music, um, and just learn more
1: about you. So if you go to YouTube, you can search Harold Sanford Carter III. Um, you can go to our website, moonastira.com. It's moon. So M O O N A S T I R A. Um, you can see our some shows there. You can purchase um, a CD or just um, digital tracks. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Um, the Lone Wolf Show is our group page. Um, the artist page is Lone Wolf and Munisteria. Or our personal page is Harold Carter or Monica Smith. Monica Smith, there's a bunch of us, so you can put Munisteria in there also.
2: Or you can just Google search Harold Sanford Carter the third. Oh yeah. Well make that sure works. you hyphenate the third with three capital I's. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um the radio stations also they can find us. Thecauldron.net, cauldron.net and .net. international pagan radio. Or at yeah, festivals. Starwood. You can come to Starwood.
2: You can come to Starwood and see us play live.
0: Is that the next thing you guys have coming up, or what do you guys
2: have yeah. going on? Yeah, you can see it play live at Starwood. Yeah, that's the next one. Mm-hmm. I think we might go to um, one in New York, I think, or Philly. No, I think we're going to a Philly one after. Uh, we're hitting Florida at the end of the year, Trees of Avalon, and we might be hitting the uh, the Fire Festival down there as well.
3: Ooh, I like it. See, until I had gone to um, the Beltane Festival, I wasn't aware that there was, you know, actual pagan radio stations out there, you know, online or or otherwise. I mean, so I, I thought that was really neat. I wasn't aware that... I knew from other podcasts that I listened to that there was music, but I wasn't, you know... I didn't know how you found these people or where you found the music at. So I, I think that's, that's awesome that, you know, do you feel like that's growing as a community radio station wise, uh, community wise?
2: Well, I think through, you know, through, through good Mercury retrograde communication, you can you uh, definitely network. And I, you know, I'm, I'm happy that uh, I'll be chatting with um, uh, Dave the Bard here shortly, um, you know, from overseas. So, yeah, th- and that he's like uh, a really good um, musician. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy with it. I think that. I, can you repeat the question? I'm kind of lost in the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost in the question. I feel
3: like there are getting to be more stations to listen to your music, more. You know opportunities for people to find you and and uh help me out here uh is the pagan community music community
2: growing
0: is it it, do you feel like it is going to become more mainstream at some point
2: i mean it's very possible it's very, very possible. I mean, there's definitely it's definitely an inflex of of that, you know, particular kind of music. You know, when you get kind of burnt out from like trap music that's just talking about, you know, selling drugs or like doing bad stuff that that it influences and in like uh suggests you know that you go out and do violent things and stuff like that like that's cuz music ultimately controls you psychologically and i'm not saying this from a psychological you know like i'm some you know grand Pumbaa. i'm just saying it from this you know from a kid from new hampshire that you know <laughs> that you know it's uh it's it's bad the message uh music uh, controls a lot of people um It really does. If you listen to like uh, heavy metal thrash music that says, you know, kill your couch, you're going to destroy your couch, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I talk
3: about what you put into you.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and I know, like, I, I talk about um, a lot, it comes up when I'm doing readings, that people need to start limiting the amount of negativity that they expose themselves to.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: a lot of times that comes up through radio, TV, movies, um, because I don't think people realize energetically what that does to you. And like you're saying, the message definitely sinks into your subconscious. Um, and I think we, do, we are lacking... The space for a positive message to come through and music that is still good and not like you know gospely or you know it doesn't have to be you know so feeling like kid like to still have a positive message and and you know address the real issues because I know like your your song "Primal Love" is anything but kid like. Um, <laughs> you know uh but it still has a positive message about connection and and love and getting into the vibe and energy of each other and getting out of just your own headspace, sexuality wise and you know being able to come together on that higher level so it's still i think a good you know positive message where there's not that disrespect you know to the person that you're with or you know the cheating and the drugs and the you know all of the stuff that you see on music like I've never really liked the music where you know they're talking about they're, they're rapping about their woman and their condom bitches and hoes like that's that's not positive I don't want to be called a bitch or a hoe
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. Why can't somebody just rap and have a really good song about really giving a shit about the person that they're with? Why isn't that cool? And so I definitely appreciate your music. Uh, you know, especially that song, because it's like you actually give a damn about the other person. And I think that's really lacking in today's music sometimes. Um, especially in the hip hop uh rap.
2: And that's a big thing with that's a big thing with paganism in itself or uh, people who practice Wicca in those regards, the uh, people who are normally around you know paganism and Wicca, they think of you know hip hop or rap music as being so negative. So when pagan hip hop first hit the circuit, they were kind of like, you know, uh, what's this? Kind of being uh, weary of it, uh, but that's the whole thing. Uh, pagan hip hop is about us, and uh, mainstream hip hop is about me. Mm-hmm yes
0: thank you for saying that i love that um i think that should be written somewhere honestly that was really good <laughs> good description of pagan music well pagan uh hip-hop um okay and if so- i wouldn't
2: have, and if i wouldn't have said that uh, uh cloud the pagan rapper would have wanted to battle me if i wouldn't have said that <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs>
0: So what are, yeah, that's that's what brings up a great point. What are some other um, Pagan artists that you guys have interacted with that maybe have influenced you?
2: Um, Cloud the Pagan Rapper. Um, We've met Brian Hinke. Mm -hmm. Um, We've met Mama Gina. We've met Alexian. Alexian. Uh, We've met Mern King. Um, uh, We've met Ebony Nash. We've met a lot of people in the, but
1: even people we haven't met has and influence and we've they, also
2: met people that we haven't met you know physically but also met people still have you know right
1: people on our show we have a lot of
2: artists that we we listen to good yeah. advice not bad advice <laughs>
1: Every, everyone, not just musically, everyone that we come in contact with, everyone you meet is there for a reason. Yeah. You learn something from them or they learn something from you. So it's just every person influences, you know, everything. It's just so there's so many to name.
0: So tell us more about The Lone Wolf Show and how people can find it and listen. And what is that all about?
2: I mean, Lone Wolf Show was just kind of um, thought up about when I was researching how to become a more successful musician, one of the characteristics that, that popped up was to have some kind of podcast or, uh, you know, a discussion. And so I was like, okay, we'll, have, we'll make a Lone Wolf Show. So initially it was going to be, well, I did Lone Wolf Show by myself, but then I had somebody else uh, initially, trying to make the show with me that uh, turned out to be uh, not the best uh, uh, co host. So, we had, I got rid of him and then just kind of been doing it myself for a few shows. I think it was about a month. And then, you know, Monica stepped on scene and, and the Lone Wolf show became also with Moonisteria. But sometimes it's like now it's the Moonisteria show and really we had <laughs> to do that. But, uh, but it's, I mean, we get to. Intervie- I did
1: do one show
2: on my own. Yes, she did. It's a very short one. And sometimes she'll do a lone wolf show by herself. Right. Um, but we get to interview different pagan elders in the world. We get to interview uh, pagan authors. We get to interview uh, pagan musicians um, and kind of unite uh, paganism as just- a front or not even just paganism, but also, um, uh, you know, anything magical uh, within a world, a worldview you know um and yeah. you know we, we don't discriminate uh, on anything at all um we uh try to a- acknowledge equilibrium um i we don't ever impose politically on the show cuz it will just make it not cool anymore
1: we try to stay positive yeah
2: we stay positive and optimistic um
1: in a place that people can you know truth say their truth and other people can listen right. say your truth. and you know just so other people have understanding of where everyone's coming from and how they found their path and just give you know experience going back to everyone you meet is for a reason if people tune into this show and hear a message that resonates with them it was meant to be mm-hmm. so it's just to help others
2: and if they're full of shit we still tell them that they're awesome you know, if they're full of shit, we still tell them they're awesome.
3: Yeah. Uh, um, we like don't karaoke. <laughs> you always cheer the worst.
2: <laughs> we don't gossip about people um, at all. Um, yeah, we just keep it positive, and that's kind of makes everything better for me. Uh, it makes everything better for me, and also for everybody around you. And like, how do you affect people around you? You know, you you know, you're a reflection of yourself, for it really. You showed up because you set yourself there.
3: So,
0: where can people listen, watch? I know you mentioned um, there's a group, the
1: Lone Wolf Show group. It's a private group, so you have to send a request. Um, but if you find Harold Carter, Armonica Smith, Munistera on Facebook, you can um, see links to the show there and to the group. Um we also put it on YouTube under Harold Samper Carter the 3rd. Um you can just search. Yeah,
2: you can just you just put on Lone Wolf show and and basically just type in people's names and you're going to get their interviews. I mean all the pagan elders right now, you know, if you type Lone Wolf show and put their name in, most likely you're going to have an interview at this point, point, we've covered a lot of interviews, we still have a lot more to go. Um, basically what we're doing is we're just networking with education. Um, you know, we learned a lot about our, our pagan communities, our Wiccan communities, our uh, goddess traditions, you know, our Celtic traditions, uh, the Norse traditions, you know, the, uh, the Celtics, the Druids, you just, the Druids, you learn them about everything that's going on happening uh, in America. I mean, maybe I, f- maybe I feel like we, just think like reach out to the Native American traditions. Maybe if we can get somebody there, or just kind of tap Round into. Up. We're trying to tap into the Mississippi River.
1: We Harold and I try to help um, individuals that are stuck in the incarceration circle, mm-hmm. and also people that are overcoming um, addictions yeah, and just too. you know overcoming. Things in their life that you know cause harm for them and help them get over. um, To think about it in a positive light, you know what you know—not just positive, but what did this teach me? Why did I have to go through that? And to stop thinking about yourself as a victim, um, because that changes the energy how you think about things. Well, just by you know, you know, teaching people or saying them people seeing how you can change things to a positive light can help you change your life Um, and we want to put out a show that was you know help people with that and also help them find their path because you're always searching and um, having a network and being able to know all these different paths and different ways of people, you know how people found um, their calling and what they're here for in their group and just really helps everyone
3: well, we can totally get behind that. Uh, I mean, we have friends, family, relatives, what have you, you know, that, that have dealt with all of those issues and knowing that there's an outlet, there's a place that they can go to deal with those issues, you know, or I'm sure they could reach out and, you know, and even seek help if needed. So, you know, props to you guys. That That's awesome. It, we, t- we can totally support that. It's
0: a really cool thing. And you can help people make that shift um, mm-hmm. out of that victim consciousness and into seeing as a lesson learned and giving them the power back and empowering mm-hmm. them to say, okay, this was a moment and I'm not going to be a victim anymore. And how can I use this to create the life that I want? How can I use this experience to grow from it? Um, so I love that you guys do that. Um, can you tell us more about that program and how it works and what you how, how you make that connection with people? The, the um, incarcerated pagans.
2: I mean, the incarcerated pagan uh, um, work that we we're doing, that we have been doing is through the. Um, uh, R- rowintree it's it's from rowintree church which is coming okay. which is coming out of paul Barrow's uh, uh, uh you know students and the paul Barrow you know tradition what is that la Florian there we go la Florian they are um they do outreach for prisoners and they they've always been doing that but you also have other people that have done work with prisoners uh which is uh Dixie Dearman. Uh, uh, the uh, Queen Lady Passion um, does that. Um, But I also do it now too. Like any incarcerated pagan can write Harold Carter right now and we will help them, you know, especially when they try to get out and try to join pagan community, Um, especially when they try to to overcome their obstacles. Most of these people that are incarcerated have a drug and alcohol uh, problem. Most of Mm -hmm. them, 85, 90% of them um, and, uh, you know, overcoming alcoholism, um, and then moving forward within, uh, a pagan lifestyle is, has kept, uh, me with, uh, equilibrium and balance and, um, I'm no longer, you know, <laughs> uh, not controlling that fiery energy that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's me specifically, but yeah, we reach out to pagan prisoners, um, and I think after, uh, you know, Starwood and then through Yule time, especially during the winter where we, you know, we rest and we hibernate because of the, the snows, because I think I'm going to be in uh, the Northeast this year. This year um, you know, probably do a lot more work uh, with the incarcerated. Mm-hmm. But we also, uh, you know, endorse uh, substance abuse awareness now. Uh, you know, uh, the last thing we did with that, we, we interviewed an author of, that uh, wrote a great book for twelve uh, step traditions for paganism. Oh, uh, Deidre uh, Gavel, I think it was Deidre Gavel, <coughs> uh, and that's a book that I personally had uh, in my locker in when I was incarcerated. You know,
3: I uh, see. I had no idea that there was a twelve step for pagan. I mean, we are learning so much from talking with you guys. And, and I really do hope that, you know, our audience and the people listening out there, you know, I hope they go and find your podcast and, you know, all the interviews. And I hope they reach out, you know, to find out more information because, you know, did, I don't know, Whitney, did you know about any, you know, I had no idea.
0: Um, I, I, I was familiar, uh, a little bit, uh, prior. And then I, I did see, um, the post, um, uh, about the book and the interview. So I did see that. Um, but I, I think it's great because I think, I think there's such a, a misunderstanding about pagans and, you know, what, what we are all about. Um, and, and, that there are different, you know, lines and um,
1: beliefs. Uh,
0: yeah, you know, and, and different different options available that you can go and 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 check out. But at the end of the day, just like you said earlier, a lot of it is about us, not me, and making that shift in consciousness from being all about the self to healing the self so that you can help benefit others i mean that's a huge that's a huge jump Um, and knowing that there are resources out there um, for things like alcoholism and, and drug addiction you know that it's not just all love and light and dancing around a campfire and sitting beneath trees you know there's a lot more more to Amazing. it than that and there's a lot of messages out there um and and help available as well so i'm glad that you guys do that i really appreciate that um and i think that helps helps bring awareness um to people who are especially new on the path and just like stumbling up yeah. across some of these um podcasts and and um trying to figure out okay what are what is this all about you know it, it, there's a it's it's very, very deep. It's all about healing and love and connection and, you know, everybody trying to help everybody heal, trying to help everybody come up and, and raise that consciousness. Um, and I think your music definitely speaks to that and, and shares that message as well. Um, I did listen to, uh, toxic circles and I think it had a great, a great message. Um, do you guys want to share a little bit about
2: about that song, yeah, sure. Um, I wrote it about my ex-wife <laughs> and
1: and other and other things that we were breaking free from. It was, it was several different. I wrote
2: it about my ex-wife and other things that we were breaking free from, yeah, um, and not associating other with. And, yeah. Well, I I I wrote off a, you know different circles, people who were who weren't rooting for for you know for me and Monica. They were rooting for uh things that were you know selfish
1: right mm-hmm.
0: i really and do I'll like
2: with
0: that. <laughs> i i do like the message that you share in that song though because it, it i think it's empowering to people and um, if they'll if, if you if you go check it out go check out their song talk toxic circles and to me the message was very empowering about like it's it's okay to disconnect you know from these people it doesn't have to be about hate or or um negativity or you know holding a grudge or anything like that it's just i'm done
3: yeah i'm washing yeah. my hands
0: i'm moving on i'm living a higher life i don't have time to invest yeah that's, energy. yeah
1: you put your energy towards the negative that's what's going to keep coming into your life you move it towards you know, projecting out what you want, the positive, and then that's what's going to happen.
0: And I think a lot of your music gives people an opportunity to to tap in and make that shift and make that choice and realize moving towards that positive light, no matter what you've been through, how rough things have mm-hmm. been, you know, we've all been through some kind of shit in our lives, like it, it happens, oh, yeah. but you don't have to stay in it and you don't have to expose yourself to people that want to stay in it, you know, you can come out of that. You can rise above, and you can connect, um, just like we're doing. You can connect with other people that are are on the path of raising themselves, raising their vibrations, and making that shift. So, um,
1: any
3: last yeah, totally. thoughts?
0: Anything you guys want to share?
2: I just made an um, instrumental this morning called "Tech Pagan." Oh, cool. <laughs> That's all
1: I got. We love you <laughs> all. Anyone, <laughs> anyone, All of our fans and anyone that supports us, thank you so much. And if you want to come on our show, reach out to us. Um, any questions, reach out to us. Um, again, you can find us and you can put in questions or uh, contact us through moonastera.com. It's M-O-O-N-A-S-T-I-R-A. Com.
2: Come on out and to I'm, Starwood and check us out.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. I will. um I'll add all those links. I'll go back and add those in so people will have it if they want to check out um, what you guys are doing. Check out The Lone Wolf Show. Listen to your music. Um, and I'm looking forward to that that drumming um, trance meditation music. So yes. hopefully during the Yule time hibernation, that can, that can happen. Um, Cause I would be all for that. Um, I really think that it, it does. It makes a big
3: difference, helps people out.
0: So, well, sister, did you have any last questions or things you wanted to, to ask?
3: Oh, no, uh, it's been a pleasure to meet you guys. Um, yeah. I had a blast talking to you guys at the the Beltane festival. And when we did the last interview, and, you know, I, I'm hoping we can get together, do this again. And I'm really wanting to know how you did on the, you know, music awards.
0: Yes, we're biting our nails.
1: I'm sure you guys are, too. We
2: don't know. Not
1: until <laughs> the show.
2: Uh, making us wait. The Witch Souls and Lone wolf Show.
0: I love it! Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Uh, hopefully uh, we can connect again soon. You guys uh, check out uh, the Lone Wolf Show, Lone Wolf in and Munestera, uh, and let us know what you guys think uh, in the comments uh, in the group. Uh, email us. Let us know. Uh, you can find out more about us at thewitchsource.com. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube all those good places and you'll be able to find uh from there all the links to the wonderful Harold and Monica. So thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Bless be. All right.
0: That's it for us you guys. Everybody have a great day. Bye.